Hello, welcome to the Knowledge Panel Show, episode 14, I think we're at. Today's show is all about link building strategies at work in 2021. So once again, I've got a pretty uh, impressive cast with me, uh, a cast of panelists with me. Um, I'm going to put myself in the uh, not too shabby category for link building. Um, <laughs> uh, if you don't know my my other life away from link in links, then uh, uh, it involves uh, majestic. But I'll just jump in and, and 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 say hello to the other guys here. I heard Bibby there already in the background. So uh, so let's start with you, Bibby. Tell us who you are and where you come from. Hi, I'm Bibby, the link builder. Uh, I come from a background of social media marketing and I kind of fell into affiliate sites and then into link building. And I don't know why, but for some reason, uh, I'm building links now for uh, a lot of clients uh, worldwide. There you go. And, and GJ's sitting there saying hi. So uh, the, the, the Scandinavians will, I don't, I don't know, you're in Holland, aren't you? In, in Holland somewhere, I think. Are you in the Netherlands? Yeah, yeah, I'm in the Netherlands. I'm actually in Amsterdam, but I went to Sweden for three weeks. So uh, the only words I can say are dirty ones. So I'm not. No, okay. Well, I mean, we, 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 call, we call Amsterdam, you know, Scandinavians because you're kind of nearly there. Judith, who are you and where do you come from? I don't know who I am. Where am I? I don't know. <laughs> I am, uh, I'm Canadian, obviously, but I live in the UK. Um, I have been around since 1996. So my route to link building was long, torturous and arduous as I, I did live through the penguin days and the panda days and the Florida days and, you know, all the days. So um, I've been building links for a long time, but I've been in, in SEO and I come from a programming background, but that was the 80s, baby. So, yeah, I've been around a long time. Basic. That makes you old, Judith. Working oh, in the eighties. Sorry, I can't. <laughs> I can't hide that one from you. You know, you've just put yourself in the. In hey, the... dude, I'm from 1975. Judith and me are like we're All buddies. Right, okay. We're 80s buddies. Okay. We're very close in age. Yeah. Yeah. I was only four in 1975. Um, <clears throat> not oh. sure. Anyway, oh, Johnny. Than you. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, who are you? Where you come from? I'm suddenly feeling the youngest. No, I was I'm not. Really. I was born in 64. Yep. Yeah, well, I was born in 76. So, yeah. so there yeah. we go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm from Leeds. Uh, I also, like Judith, went through all the early uh, Google stuff. I uh, suffered a Google penalty in 99 uh, on a big site uh, and learnt, uh, learnt the hard way. Uh, and uh, yeah, got a marketing agency based in Leeds in the UK. Um, and SEO is is my thing. Link building uh, is is still alive and kicking. Amen. Good. Excellent. 99 or 2009. Yeah, I was going to say 99, they didn't really start coming with the was, penalties. Sorry, that. I got confused with the dates. No, it was 2000. 2005. So in, right. so in 19, we set up the e-commerce site. We, we set up the e-commerce site in 99. And right. in 2000, in fact, 2004 was when we were hit with the penalty. It took us 18 months to fix it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. But we didn't know that much back then. Well, SEO agencies were still telling us to put white text on a white background at the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. And, and, and no one knew why it wasn't working. Uh, that's uh, that's i think that was the florida update but i may be wrong but uh it was, it was kind of when they went from uh and i and i, re I remember uh, we called it florida update because 
Podcorn had their their Florida um, conference, and I was I was down there, and Matt Cutts was doing his his talk there, which was which was which was great. And on the way back, um, everybody was screwed. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I remember those days well. So uh, guys, we've got a producer. This is why the sound sounds so good. Uh, David, uh, what have I missed out? What should I have mentioned at the start at the head of the show? Hey, Dixon, I, I just want to say that uh, if anyone's watching live. Please interact and comment. It's great to see your, your comments on there, and we'll try and incorporate that as part of the live show. And if you're watching live and you haven't listened to or watched the previous episodes, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify as well. So search for the show, The Knowledge Panel, on there. If you're listening to the show, just go to theknowledgepanelshow.com, sign up there, and you'll receive an email alert whenever we actually broadcast live for a future show. So also, I mean, if uh, we, we, we have a tendency to stick around after the live stream as well, so after the podcast itself. So if any of the uh, the presenters have any secrets they can't put into the podcast, they'll talk then. So if you, you want to stick around for that and, and engage with those, then uh, do ask a few questions or, or do, do, do sign up for the live show because we always – try and keep a little secret for somebody there you go john coming in so uh thanks to good to see you john and thanks for coming in uh right okay let's get started then and let's get the stuff serious uh get get serious and um i'm going to start with the question what counts as a as a good link in in 2021 um as you know before that no if you haven't got time to be here for 45 minutes what count what what tip would you give people um to, to to go away with and i'll i'll pick on johnny first because i don't oh, know him as well as the other guys so um uh, johnny you know if you if people haven't got time to be here and they want to grab one tip what's a good link building tip in 2021 well thanks for throwing me in the deep end uh i guess it's just got to be something that's interesting something that's funny something that's vi- something you know that viral word something that that actually has value and people want um and and that's what a good link's about it's about something that you know it's either resourceful funny uh it's something that you've it's trying to make something viral is difficult but it has to be interesting it has to be resourceful has to be humorous one of those things um and that ultimately makes a good link okay judith what would you go for one tip uh Buy two books, buy the book Everybody Lies by Seth Stevens Davidovitz, and also buy the book Contagious, and I forget the author, but buy those two books, either in, you know, Audible or whatever, and then using those, the knowledge that you gain from those two books, if you're going to buy links, and we all know that, you know, most people get tempted into the dark side of buying links at some point, make sure that the reason that you're buying them corresponds to the tactics explained in those books okay very complicated in few words but those two books and so you'll know what to do so it it plays into johnny's point but those two books will give you ideas on how to have something that is okay what are are those two books again contagious is one book and sorry i don't remember the author the other book is everybody lies by Seth Stevens okay. Davidovitz. Is it Joan, Jonah Berger, the uh, author? <clears throat> Might be, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, it yeah, has like I a can. gumball machine on the front, I think. It, it's, both of them are good books. Contagious will tell you how to make something that is um, viral-ish. Yeah. Um, and uh, Everybody Lies will teach you about how to turn data into stories. Those two things together, if you're going to buy links, at least it will give you a valid reason why the person that you're you're buying time or links from will give you a link. However, 
hopefully we'll have a chance to talk about how I do it a legitimate way rather than just buying links. Bibi, your uh, your one one takeaway. Uh, I think when you start doing links, a lot of SEOs they're more technically oriented, so uh, they don't really. They're just so focused on a link, and I think it will help you to hire copywriters to include in your outreach, but also in in content ideation or anything like that. So you can have a team of copywriters and involve them in your link building. Uh, and that will, yeah, a lot of people just don't have time to really focus on those kind of things. So why not hire people that that content is their, you know, their bread and butter? So I'm, I'm going to give my, uh, my my one as well, which is. Um, the quality of link depends on the context of the page um, and the quality of the page that it's coming from. It's nothing to do with the authority of the website. The number of people that think, you know, I've got a link from Forbes, or you know, uh, and and so I'm I'm doing great, um, or even you know, or even the BBC. I've got a link from the BBC. It does no good anymore. It did great back in 1999. That was a great link, but now it has no pages linking into that page, even from the BBC it's an orphan page it only has links because i linked to my page to prove to myself that i still had a link once from the bbc um <clears throat> so i have a pet hate about the concept of domain authority in the context of links anyway because it's the quality of the page and the context of the page that are important you know that's that's my that's my pet um tip so maybe we can just then uh, broaden that around really and say well you know what what kind of links are, are good good um in terms of the technical aspects of a link um, fr from your perspective? Or, or do you think any links are good for SEO? Um, you know, I, I, I don't know who wants to jump in that. Who's going to take the take the angle of any links are good for SEO? I won't. You won't. <laughs> no one's prepared to take that one. Any links? I'm not sure any links are. Uh, I, I mean, you could even say, you know, I mean, what do we all think of just even brand mentions, never mind a link? I mean, there's, you know, there's some importance in that. Um, I think, and and I, I was interested with your comment about the BBC. I totally get around the domain authority and page authority. But take the BBC as an example. Um, I would have assumed, and maybe I'm wrong and, and let me know, the, the quality of the content that they have you'd therefore assume that any page that they add to the site will have some authority. But where, but take Forbes as an example, you can buy links on Forbes. And so therefore <laughs> pages, you know, could be anything, in a, uh, you know, so, so that would be my only thing around that, but I don't know if that really answers well, your question. The, the reason, I, the reason I, I, I dis dispute that is really because of the nature of, of how people are linking to that individual page. So, so, so the page that I've got, um, or the link that I've got on on the BBC was from an article in 1999 about Christmas sales. My mate Barry from Make Me Top had done all the hard work and got the story, and then they'd linked to me as a reference for uh, for no good reason. So uh, so as a, as a uh, I was I was competing with uh, with uh, Barry from Make Me Top, who co, co actually he's a co moderator with me on Webmaster World actually, um, and uh, and so back then um, there there was a news the, the BBC News slash you know I don't know what it was commerce or whatever and so so there were links within the BBC to get to the page it was a long time back as well but of course since news articles are very fickle and they drop out of the BBC just in the same way that they drop off the end of blog posts as well and so they lose their value after a while now I do agree with you that after time you know 
the fact that Katrina, the, the tornado has, has come and gone doesn't mean to say there wasn't some impact that was left behind as a result of that. And so there is that aspect to getting a link on a good site like the BBC. It will improve your brand or unless you're on watchdog, de- de- you know, wreck your brand for, uh, for, 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 um, for ages to come. But, um, <clears throat> but the actual maths that's happening there on after, I think, uh, loses its value really. So, uh, but we're talking can- about an old link in that case. And I have links to me from the telegraph and from other publications that were great in the day when CNN, I did a thing on CNN. It was great for the moment because yeah. it diminishes in value as it moves away. And, and this yeah. is what we tell clients. As your blog posts are more clicks from the homepage, yeah, they're not going to rank as well. Mm. So, you mm. know, all you're, I guess, all you're doing is justifying the things that we've been telling clients for ages, which is the age of the link matters because the placement in the hierarchy of the site matters. So yeah. That, yeah, that 1999 link might not do very well. But if for some reason an article came out tomorrow and they referenced that article from 1999, it would immediately Boom. freshen the link and you'd yep. get a lot more juice from it. So yep. I think all we're doing is actually legitimizing things we've been saying for years. And of course, if you're if you're lucky enough to get a link on, you know, the about page or something like that, that's it's much more sticky because it's always going to be one link from the homepage. So there's a mm. there's a very good um, way of getting links on. W3C that's very useful um, and uh, uh, not anymore because I've just put it onto a thing, but uh, you know, which um, which you know, it's 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 a static link, so it's on a static page, and so mm. it will always be the same distance away from a very good page, the homepage of the W3C, for example. So yeah. if you're on the privacy policy page of eBay.com, great, that's probably really powerful. But if you're just a link in in a in a product, then 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 there's, so, uh, so. So, so Dixon, yep. have you got strategies to get onto the about page or the privacy page then? Uh, no, um, I, I don't. Well, I've, I've advocated strategies, but um, and, and a good way to do that is to get involved with the business to a point of level where they sit there and say, and Dixon Jones is involved. Um, that's kind of a strategy that I that I would use, but that's more likely to be the author page of some writing on, on stuff. And then you've got to carry on writing. Otherwise, you haven't got a link to your author page um, and you've got to carry on working at it. And I'm too lazy for that. So um, I saw a question from Andy yeah. Bird. Yeah, Andy, do you yeah. uh, sorry, David, do you want to bring that question up? So uh, there's an insurance company in Germany, there's a point, I think, trying to uh, currently push a negative article out to their brand, sir. They, oh, okay, do you want to? Okay, do, Andy, do you want to put that? Oh, that was a fact rather than a uh, rather than a, uh, a point. Okay, uh, David, can you put it up again? I didn't read it, so I'll take it in properly. Okay, there's an insurance company in Germany trying to currently push a negative article out of their brand surf. Oh, okay, all right. So there's an article that's still in there from uh, 2003 that's still sitting into the SERPs. Brand SERPs can be a real problem because they do stick around, really, because you've got less um, uh, less. Um, uh, they, they don't vary quite so often, really. And so a negative article in a brand SERP could be a, a tough one to get rid of. Um, I mean, I it would be... It would be something that it's so Andy has said it's the longevity of content. And I, I don't quite agree because we're talking about links and the value derived from links. And what he's talking about is the SERPs and the tenacity of things in the SERPs. Now, I mean, you mentioned Katrina back in the day. Do you remember when Katrina was the best example of Google refreshing the SERPs due yep. to a recent yes. Um, event? Yes, I do. Hurricane or yeah, Hurricane Katrina came through and you had Katrina in the waves. And then there was also Georgia conflict. And this is a long time ago, kids. So it's a bit of ancient history here. But 
it was my my fabulous example of how Google updated very quickly in response to world events. But this is slightly different. This is the problem of probably a very valuable uh, page in Google's eyes ranking for the brand of a, a particular company. And there are techniques that people like myself and I'm sure other people here uh, utilize in order to push things out of branded SERPs. And that's by creating stronger pages. And there are 10 things you can do to push that out, but you have to have a strategy. And although the page is tenacious, it's not what we were talking about, which is a link from the BBC, CNN, whoever, Telegraph, um, diminishing in, in value passed from that page to the target page. What what is being talked about here is the value of the page itself to retain in the SERPs, to, to be sticky in the SERPs. And those are two different topics. I noticed there that Bastian Grimm just blamed it on the German SERPs, really, there in the uh, in the chat as well. So, no. Bibi, yeah, sorry, you've been Germany. very patient here. And, uh, you know, it's anything you want to jump in with? Uh, what was the question again? What is a good link? Or... What's a good link? Yeah, it's pretty much... Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I was quiet because um, I build links and they, they do well, but I've never done pure tests on what kind of links do what, right? So that's why I don't have an opinion on a good link because I think I'm building good links, but I've never built spammy links to see if they have the same effect. Maybe they were, you know, I, I see uh, competitors ranking with... A total shit links so how can i say what a good link is um i just <laughs> like to, so yeah i just like to use my common sense like well, that, what, yeah but what what what's your common links? yeah yes yeah, yeah. so baby what's your common sense though so what's right, your so yeah. a good link for me is on a site that um that's uh, that looks like somebody cares for the site right right and it's not going to be neglected over time and it's uh, within a relevant context and it's on a page that makes sense to uh, the audience I'm targeting. So maybe they'll click on it and we'll get referral traffic. So that's very simple. It's, it's, yeah, I don't watch a lot of metrics. I look at traffic dips and all those kinds of things. But overall, I do my eyeball test is the most important thing for me. That's a pretty good test, I'd say. But I could also use you said that the start you come from a, a social media kind of start and you got into link building through social. So I'm guessing some of the tactics that you're using are based around uh, content driven stories and news stories. Is that is that right, Bibi? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. So what's but, your favorite tactic set? <laughs> yeah. So I do think how social media ties in is that I've learned from social media that it's not about you. It's about putting the other one in the spotlight. So uh, when I reach out to prospects, I try to pitch something to them that's going to help them engage with their audience or sell to their audience. And I think a lot of link builders, they focus on their client and they try to push their clients through the throats of the prospects, right? So that's where social media uh, comes in. And I think if you change your perspective, uh, that's also why I hire copywriters because they think about pitching things that help the prospect, um, that can make a huge difference in, in the quality of links that you're getting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> Johnny, well, no, let's let's carry on with your favourite tactics then, Johnny. And what, what's yours? Well, it probably you goes told back me to... one before the uh, before the maybe maybe you save that one to the uh, to the chat after the uh, after the end of the uh, <laughs> the live the, podcast. What the, uh, the 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 big link network that I've created uh, that's hosted in China and <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, just on some cheap servers. It's brilliant. So relevant. Uh, it's a joke, guys. That's a, well, it might not be. Under, yeah. I don't know. We'll find let's, out. Let's, yeah. Disclaimer: Don't don't uh, don't use that one. Um, the it goes back to probably Judith's comment, which is around. Um, uh, so a lot of the links that we would 
produced will be around some data sets. So it'll be uh, producing some uh, data from uh, maybe a, a brand we're working with or some of their clients uh, and producing some insights. And so it becomes an interesting uh, new set of data, new report, uh, something to share. Um, and so it adds value and, and that that's probably the biggest tactic. Um, but I, I really like uh, what BB was saying because it's got to be relevant. You've got to find something that, you know, you've got to, you need a, it has to be from a, a domain or a website that has got that relevancy. Um, and so, uh, so I love the eyeball test. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Judith, give us one for you. What are you um, link building? Obviously, you know, I've come out as a black hat amongst the group, but I do that there, there is a you value. You love doing that. You love coming out as a black hat in a group. Because <laughs> like let's be honest and own our our, our evil, you know. <laughs> I own my evil. But while I have done testing, so I do know that certain types of spammy link building does work. It, it has a very short shelf life, but it does work. Right. My favorite kind of link is something that, you know, if I'm doing it for clients that they're going to be proud of they're going to want to refer back to and they're going to be able to talk about because one of the things about link building and link building from data is a bit of PR. So you want to be able to PR the places that are talking about you and linking from you, um, linking to you from their sites. If Forbes is, there's a limited amount of PR you can do for that because everybody knows you can buy a <laughs> Forbes link. But if the BBC does, that is something that you can actually push out and PR out. If you've done a big piece of research and that's what people are linking back to, Amazing. And Stacey McNaught does an amazing job of building passive links. And this is a long-term project. It is not something you can do for most clients. Clients want it now. They're not willing to wait. But a good piece of research um, will actually build its own links over time. So look at doing, and it is not cheap, but do, look at doing a good piece of research. Get that research up on your website. PR it at first. And, and I do pay for PR augmentation in order to get the eyeballs on the page. But after that, it will start, if you've optimized the landing page, it will start passively building links to it. So that's yeah. one of the ways that you can build links. And it's easy once you've got it going. Once the ball starts rolling, once you pushed that rock over the edge of the hill, it just keeps going on its own. Yeah, if I, if I can add something to that, a tip is also that um, I think doing your own research and surveys is the best way. But if you don't have those resources, you can just compile data and just very dry list of data and it will pick up links. I just said this morning I was checking something and we got a link from Goodman Projects and it was to data around kissing, right? And the nice thing about those stats roundups is that you don't know how they're going to be used. To, to see that come back to you, how a journalist uses it for a certain angle, it's really cool. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, the, the passive link building... Is a long, um, long-term thing though. Sometimes nothing happens. Yeah. 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 For, for for me, I think the the, the best links can have come from me through relationship building. Um, and I think that this is, um, it, it, I've I've spent so long in the industry that uh, most of my links are you know talking with people at conferences has led to uh, a natural synergy that, that that works some somewhere later on in the game so uh and and I, and I did it there's there's I'll put so I'll put a link in the uh in the chat we can we can get it onto uh on, on maybe uh David can can bring it up at the end or we can chat about it afterwards but uh you know this alliance linking of of having relationships with people makes a huge difference if you become an expert 
in your vertical, in your industry, it doesn't matter what it is, really, but you've got to be renowned enough for somebody to want to have you on when you're talking about, you know, about this. I mean, if, if we're not going to link to, you know, Judith, Bibi and, and Johnny after this from Inlinks, <laughs> I'd be very, very surprised, you know. Um, and and, and, and um, so going to conferences over years, the same conferences again and again and again and again and being the speaker occasionally at least uh, uh, and, um, and not making too much of a fool of myself, at least not in the professional regard, uh, has, has, has led to some opportunities for my content to be picked up by other people um and then the links suddenly appear naturally and and this i see so many people that sit there and say yeah but dixon but you can do that because of who you are and what you're doing yeah well i'm just one guy that's just done my stuff and judith and bibby and johnny you just you're just doing your stuff uh and uh oh yeah so david's david's put uh put it in there so uh so it's on my other show the knowledge panel show um link building strategies at work um uh is, is, is oh, sorry it, it, sorry it's on my it's on the majestic one you can find it as a as a, as a uh, blog post on uh a case study on the majestic um post but anyway yeah this 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 idea that you know I can't get those because I haven't got the influence in the industry I'm in. If you're saying that, then then therein lies a problem for you. You need to actually be good at what you're doing or try and be good enough to get some kind of recognition if you want to use that that strategy. But it does work if you carry on um, uh, working at it. So my daughter... She's 21. She's just just come out of Warwick. Fantastic degree. I tried to employ her, but she's decided she doesn't want to work for dad. So she's just just starting work um, in Regent Street next week um, for you know for for another industry and and uh, she's uh, internet marketing for in house sort of thing. And I said, look, the one thing I think is really really important is to start really building on that LinkedIn profile. Those contacts that you're going to be making up over your life, they will last throughout your life. For better or worse, they are going to brand you way beyond whichever company you're going to work for. And that's what's valuable as you move from business to business um, is the the, the, the the black book. That's the only thing that we've got left as human beings because the rest can be done by computer pretty much. So uh, so I think those, those relationships are really <laughs> it's important. bleak. I know. Well, you know, but not really. <clears throat> I don't know. Hopefully it gets us all talking again and we go to conferences and we chat to each other. Yeah. But, but I, I do think the relationship thing it it is really important and it can pay off you know it paid off for me uh, surely mm. but there are, a lot of seos are very introvert and they're very analytical and they're not busy socially so i think if if you if you don't have that naturally then you have to find another way that really fits with your personality you know yeah, the dry the dry true. stats thing or 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 building up a database or anything like that can work as well Jordan. or china I <laughs> yeah, no, I was going to say, whilst we've been talking, uh, one of the, the uh, probably obvious for all of us things about, you know, what makes a good link is something that's just authentic and something that's natural. And so, for example, entering some business awards produces a link. Mm. Um, uh, starting a petition uh, produces a link. Donating to a charity um, you know, all of these sorts of things, working with a charity. Um, and- <laughs> Judith's face is like, mm, charity links now, eh? That's an old one. <laughs> well, it's, it is old, but if you've got a big national charity yeah, um, yeah. and you can do, uh, you you can manage to get some, you know, Judith, go and argue with me, go for it. 
Well, my argument would be that there is the potential that links like that have had their value diminished. So I absolutely support things like I would love to be able to do something nowadays where I go off and sponsor the the, the women's basketball team at Oxford. I'm not far from Oxford. So why not throw them a thousand pounds for their kit over a season and get a link out of it? The problem is, is we as SEOs have have abused that <laughs> yeah. style of link building so much that there is the potential for those links to be less valuable. However, my favorite type of link building, my favorite all time type of link building is buying links from places that are really actually going to send you business. I know it's radical. It's crazy to actually buy a link somewhere that you might actually get business from. But it's my favorite way of building links is to actually look for context, look for relevance. And if you're going to splash the cash, make sure you make some of it back. Uh, Google would say we'll just use AdWords for that. <laughs> well, it's a different style, though, isn't it? Because you are you are paying for access to an audience that has been built up by someone else. Right. Yeah. It's an advertorial placement at the end of the day. So you're paying somebody who has worked their socks off to build up an audience relevant for chocolate. Let's say, of course, everybody knows I love chocolate and wine. So if you've built up an audience that is relevant for chocolate and you're a brand new chocolate company, why not pay the person who has already done the hard work for for them to to write about your <clears throat> chocolate company rather than rando over in a mummy blog or whatever that doesn't have relevance and might not end up selling your chocolate for you. Mm -hmm. I know. What it's about crazy. the other side of things then? You know, what's going to get you know? So well, now I want to stick with what does work in 2021 a little bit. Uh, but if mm. we've got time, then we'll go and say, well, what what what's going to get you completely banned? You know, but let's let's stick with the positive for a little bit. Um, and uh, and um, okay, with uh, GJ. Well, actually, GJ said you know, Roy Roy Cohen uh, get 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 the, get most out of my business from LinkedIn. Um, and uh, okay, so LinkedIn. So uh, let's talk about LinkedIn then. Can we? How, how can we use LinkedIn to help us get um, uh, links? And you know, are they, are they, is LinkedIn getting better as a I've tool? I've never gotten links through LinkedIn, but I've also really? never tried, so I don't know. <laughs> so I, I, I have, but uh, okay. So I'm interested in Judith and Johnny there. So um, you know, I mean, are you using got LinkedIn. You've got your obvious things. So, for example, just from the, you know, the company page, uh, making sure that um, every, you know, if you've got a team of 30 people, then they should all be using their links on their profiles to different parts of your website. You can have up to three links on each profile. Um, so, you know, if you could get your entire team to link to three key pages of your website uh, or, you know, a nice spread of pages across the website, then I think there's a, there's value there. Um, I think it's, it's probably how you can create relationships. That's probably the key thing here, you know, to then turn into links. Um, but you, as you said, links is all about relationships. So it's about, you know, what, how can you use LinkedIn to create new business relationships that then turn in to one of the many things being links. So, yeah, I'm not sure that I would utilize LinkedIn as part of my link building strategy, but I would definitely use it as part of my PR strategy where I help obfuscate the links I'm buying by pushing the message out and making it look organic. So <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, let's let's be honest, if you're going to buy links, they're more than likely going to kill you if you're not doing it carefully. Um, and by being careful, I mean, 
you want to make sure that it's in a relevant niche. Again, you're looking for the audience, not the link. But LinkedIn for me is much more of a place where I can push it out, push the message out and show that there's a reason why I've gotten all those links and that they're not just suddenly you know, emerging from the side of the head of Zeus type thing. This is not, this is not mm-hmm. just forming fully formed links all of a sudden coming into the well, site. Are, are you thinking that Google's having a look to see if they're, they're real by seeing if you've shared them on LinkedIn? No, I'm not saying that. There, <laughs> there are more sophisticated things than just checking LinkedIn that they would look at. But what it does look like is to a journalist or somebody who's looking to bust my ass. Oh, sorry, oh, okay. I, I swore. Somebody who's lo- looking to yeah. bust my backlink profile, yeah, it yeah, looks yeah. natural at the point yeah. at which it's so spread a, all over the place. If a human was checking it, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. So you want to be thinking about why is somebody going to link and also where, where they're going to have found that link. I yeah. am one. 100% in favor of social media links, not as link building, but as a way to get the message out there. And if it gets picked up on Reddit, even better. There are so many places that that link could go yeah. just by getting it out there socially. So I think as SEOs, we get too obsessed about the DEA, the page, PA, whatever metrics. Get, get that on a DA99 mm-hmm. site. Excellent. Yeah, no, it's not. You want to get a good link on a good page that people are going to see. It doesn't matter if it's DA99 or not, but you want to make sure that there's a spread so that people can find it. One, one thing that I've seen uh, working very effectively on, on, on LinkedIn is instead of talking, uh, writing your content, um, I, either we're, we're writing your content on LinkedIn is, is, is fine, but that's not an SEO strategy, but writing, <clears throat> um, instead of pushing your your blog content, for example, pushing your medium.com, so putting the article out on medium.com or repurposing it and putting it on medium.com, that can create links for you. But of course, unless people start visiting that medium.com article, it doesn't gain any traction in medium.com. So what people I've seen do is put a good article on medium.com, then use their power of their LinkedIn profile to push that article rather than their blog post or whatever that has the effect of then making the medium.com article more prominent than than it than would be before uh, and therefore will uh, mean the link has more influence power at the other end that's as a, an example but reddit's another one where you push out a reddit thing and then so it gets picked up on reddit by, it, it, through linkedin so li- linkedin can be an amplifier of of of, of, of ideas i think uh, but i do think that linkedin is is getting stronger i think gj mentioned at the very basics basic level don't leave other as all your links so all your links make sure you name what those links are you can you can yeah. text them a little but bit I th- in your profile. i think Link building is all, always a part of digital marketing. So my clients all have, they have their social media teams and they have yeah. everything else in place as well. So we just yeah. all work together. Andy Beard came up with something. What's a, if I can read that back out again. So Andy Beard says, uh, a link for your integration with Shopify probably still has value from their integration directory despite the no follow. Okay, so so there's a thing. I'm not a Shopify fan, but, uh, um, you know, if you, or I'm not a Shopify user because I'm not really e-commerce. But uh, so, so Shopify has their own directory and... Um, Presumably that has traffic. So, uh, so Judith, you've, uh, you, you know, you, you said you you like links that that will deliver, you know, value. Presumably, Shopify's directory is a is a is a valid place for Shopify um, users to uh, to have a link from. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, directory links, no follow links, no Tino shade. I like no follow links. I've paid money, good money for no follow links. So, you know, do not dismiss the value of no follow link. And Johnny's already said a mention for your brand 
is still a valuable thing to have because there are so many signals that Google is looking at to establish whether or not your site is worthy, so to speak. Um, There's a lot of calculations going on in the background. If we become too obsessed with the numbers and links, we're going to lose the bigger picture. The bigger picture is that we are trying to get leads or sell something. And if we forget that in being so, so focused on a DA99 site, then we are going to lose the value that would be brought from a nofollow link from a directory. And, you know, there is nothing wrong with a good quality directory. Mm. Roy asks a brilliant question there. Any tips for when you've been working with a client for a few months and they've already got loads of links and you feel you're running out of prospects? I remember from my agency days that happening all the time. You start, you go through all your, your normal routines and then three, four, five months, three, four, five months in, well, usually month five, then you're starting to think, oh, how do I deliver? Um, you know, so uh, any, uh, any, any yeah. thoughts about that? You know, you feel so, that, maybe? Uh, yeah, I feel that a lot. <laughs> because uh, when people come to me and they say, you know, link building isn't working or whatever, they often think it has to do with their outreach or something like that. But often it has to do with their prospecting because they're so limited um they all only think okay i have this product so these types of sites are relevant to that but it's not true uh prospects are relevant that share your audience or they share people that are in the same customer journey you know if i if i offer garden supplies um sprinkler systems uh providers are relevant as well so with the shopify example for instance not not a link from shopify but i've used shopify to scrape them um, to look at uh, people that were offering uh, Shopify apps, I think, around marketing, because they were all relevant to a marketing client because they had the same audience. So you don't run out of prospects. You just need to come up with different angles. Mm. Any other thoughts in there, Johnny? Yeah, well, it was similar to the integration one uh, in that there's a lot of websites where, well, because there's so much SaaS uh, uh, software as a service uh, out there. There's a lot of websites that now have um, not just integration pages, but expert pages. So if you can be an expert with some of these SaaS systems, you can get listed on their website. And I mm-hmm. think there's a lot of power in there because, again, they're quite high up in the uh, number of links from the homepage. Um and and that can bring other value in in terms of other things because you know if you can get a listing on there like Judith says that's a way to bring referral traffic and you know there's there's a whole amount of trust as well um so it's it's probably focusing more on that than the link but the link just becomes something you get with it yeah. I'd love to uh, well thank you very much for bringing that up actually uh, Johnny because uh, Inlinks of course does have a directory a client directory we've only got uh, of, of of experts and we've only got about ten people in it. Um, because in order to get into it, you've got to, you know, we only want to tell our customers. So, so we've got software as a service. So we've got this gap between, you know, people understanding how our product works and then the value it can give to customers. Yeah, so yeah. we've got this this small army of SEOs uh, in between who are not understand how the product works and can actually do it for clients. What I don't want to do is become that you know, is cut that person out of the loop because they're my customer base. Um, so I want, um, but uh, so so I've got plenty of people who come along to Inlinks, don't know how to use the product, don't really want to learn how to use the product because they sell trainers or they, you know, they do this or do that. Um, and, uh, and, and frankly, 
they would like me to do it, but that's not what I want to do. So that's why I have a client directory. It's a very important piece of kit where we have people that understand the, the thing enough. I've got, got some checks to make sure they actually do know how to use the thing. Have they ever logged on to the product? So we do do some things to make sure that they um, they, 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 they deserve to be in our uh, in our directory. But it's a really good link for, for them because mm. um, not just for, uh, for SEO, hopefully mm. it's there for SEO, uh, and it's definitely a follow link, but also – Anybody that starts um, asking us, can you do this in our in our own customer support, and it becomes a consulting question instead of a functionality question, we'll just send them to the uh, to the directory page because yeah. um, we want them to choose their own person. We don't want to be biased in that process. So it's a, so I agree. Those are really powerful links. Um, yeah. If you if you're using technologies. Um, make that alliance with those technology owners because they will be delighted. I mean, I, I'm also delighted at InLinks to link to anybody that does a case, that does a case study based on my data. So if they all they've got to do is give me the headline stats, then Kareem will go off and, and make up the case study, put it into a great PDF file, put it there so the PDF file is good enough to put for them to print off and give to their customers. Uh, uh, you know, their logos all over that. But then we do a blog post about it as well, and and that's great for us because we're then talking about, of course. I'm going to link to the customer. They, they, they've they've shown me that you know that's the that's the truth. That's the um, the uh, social proof uh, of our own customer. If it's somebody else's case study, then it's much much better. So I think um, using your suppliers is a good good angle really. And then the other way around <coughs> to, to 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 the original question, uh, which is is I think um, starting to work on the customers' customers is probably the next step. So as as you know as link builders we can start by working with our own methodologies and our own techniques but eventually the business has to start standing on its own two feet and then it's a case of how can I make that relationship with my cust- my clients clients uh, and yeah. get them to start um uh, having a relationship that that that, that gets them to start talking about their product and then it's just case have you got a good product um uh, the techniques are going to be completely different for completely different customers but that's that's how i think you you expand is either you you convince them to go for one big link you know so some massive great big campaign kind of route um or you you find ways to have development strategies that are working up beyond your own contacts and into somebody else's contacts and hopefully also you would be thinking beyond the obvious if you've run out of prospects then you're not being creative enough for instance you know i was talking about the women's basketball team but what about you know think about smaller conferences that are directed towards the target market that you're aiming at Uh, if you're educational software there are educational conferences but then there are things beyond that i worked for a publisher and we actually used swag to get people to link back to our product. We didn't even want the link live. We wanted it in the back end because we wanted schools to be using the product that we produced. So we used physical swag to send out to teachers to get them to include us in their in their itineraries and in, in their their media lists for their students of what, you know, what can you use to do this to do this work. So I think that you have to be thinking outside of the box. Don't just think about buying links or producing content for links. Think about sponsoring a conference or doing something for, I mean, we spoke about charity before, but doing something a little bit more engaged that you can really PR. So do some DIY for a charity rather than just throwing money at them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give time. Time is so valuable and that will get you more PR than just throwing money at them. 
Excellent. Right, we're nearly at the end of time, but uh, just one last question. What's a really bad link-building idea for 2021? What's a, what's a really bad idea? Um, all the links for one pound from all the directories across all the internet, and then some Fiverr links just for, you know, good measure. Yeah. Spend yes. at least 20 quid on that. <laughs> I was about to say a hundred <laughs> links for five for five dollars on Fiverr. That's perfect. <laughs> well, uh, you, uh, you get what you buy, <laughs> so if you don't care about it, it's fine. Uh, I'm going to say um, context is becoming increasingly important, and so yeah. one of the challenges of a directory um, that's just a generic directory is that there isn't necessarily the context in that. So it's not necessarily about the, the, the directory itself, but there's a lack of context. Um, and, uh, so have a look at the context in which the links are getting generated. Um, and that is a problem if you're going to suddenly create a, so, uh, a, a, a campaign, a PR campaign that generates lots of links, but it's because you're throwing water over each other's head instead of selling the product, then, then the link becomes out of context and it doesn't get connected with what you want to be authoritative about. So, you know, I think that's a, it, I think, I think it, it will, it doesn't work very well when it's out of context also. So, you know. Guys, uh, thank you ever so much for coming on. Um, just before we uh, we we head off, in, and if you do want to stay along after we've uh, we've gone off the live feed, then you know any any secrets, then anyone that's live can 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 hear that. But David, how uh, you know what have we got coming up in the the next shows? Yeah, so great discussion today. Thank you for all the questions and interaction. Really, that that makes a, a massive difference there. The next show is on Monday the 20th of September, 4pm BST, and that's um, going to be episode 15. We've got Aleda Solace, Michael Bonfils, and Motoko Hunt on that one, so I'm sure nice. many people and, can guess. And I, I've got to, I've got to apologise, but David's running that one as well. <laughs> You've got to apologise uh, beforehand. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I've, I've, I've got to have a holiday. You know, I've uh, my my CTO has gone on holiday in in August for three weeks because he's French, and so uh, Inlinks has got you know not got a CTO, so I can't take any holiday in August. So I'm going to take some in September. So uh, yeah, so I think David's going to be running that unless uh, unless um, something goes wrong with my uh, my climbing in in mountains in Wales. So, you know, oh, you're going to be going straight from Slovenia to Wales. I am pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yes, so I'm I'm off in Slovenia um, the week before with you with you Judith as well. I'm hoping anyway, unless unless that gets you know mucked up by the fourth wave in, in Europe or something like that. You know. Yes, absolutely. So, guys, um, it just uh, it just leaves me to say thank you ever so much for coming on. Um, and uh, perhaps we'll, we'll uh, cut the live podcast now. But thank you ever so much for, for coming on and uh, uh, see you. Oh, where do people go and find you? For, if they want to find out more about you, I should have said that. You know, Judith, how do they go and find out more about you? Remember that this is on a podcast, so you can't just say, look at the Twitter handle on my screen. <laughs> of course. So for those of you who are listening in at home, you can uh, go to the search engine of your choice and enter my name, Judith Lewis. And if you don't find the actress and you don't find the woman who wrote that book about childhood sexual incest thing, whatever, um, then you'll find me. Um, or if you put <laughs> Judith Lewis and chocolate, that's guaranteed to be me. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at Judith Lewis. You can find me on Instagram at Decabit, which is the name of my company, or you can find me online at decabit.com. Johnny, how do they come and find you? 
so my name is Johnny Ross, no H, J-O-N-N-Y-R-O-S-S, at Johnny Ross on Twitter. And I have my own podcast, the Johnny Ross Audio Experience. I'd love for you to be a listener. So check me out. Billy, how can we get links from you? I don't, I don't want people to come and find me. <laughs> 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 no, but it's at uh, bbbuzz.com. So B-I-B-I-B-U-Z-Z.com. And uh, yeah, um, the same as Judith says, uh, just be creative in uh, Google and you'll find me. <laughs> Guys, thank you very much for coming on. That's been episode 14. And uh, see you in cyberspace. Thank you. Cheers. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you.